We're going to go ahead. We're going to move on to the uh, next portion of the show. So I'm just saying this right now. We are going to be getting into some uh, major spoilers for Obi-Wan Kenobi. We just had the last episode, episode six of, of the series. Season, I don't know. Now there's rumors that they're going to possibly do a season two. Kathy Kennedy says, well, there's interest. We'll, we'll, perhaps we'll do a season two. I mean, I don't know. Do we even want one? Yes. We'll, we'll let you know. Vanny says yes. See, I didn't want to do this with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Mr. Negative. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. No, I mean, listen, I, I have some, I, listen, I might have some positive things to say. I got some mixed things to say. And I got some negative things to say. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm across the spectrum with Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi. But you are the gray Jedi yes, of this discussion. Very much so. Very much so. But, you know, before we go ahead and start going into, because I want to go over just over, everyone's overall thoughts in this episode. And then we get into more specific scenes. And then by the end, we can go ahead and just do a wrap of thoughts of the entire series. Okay. okay. Give everyone a chance. But, or season. Or, or, or season. <laughs> whatever they want, whatever they think it is. But uh, before we go ahead and get into all that, I want to give you guys a look at the trailer. And we'll come right back with our various thoughts. survive. Leave us alone. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father. He's That's like, come blur. on, man. That is a low blow. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But it hurts. But it's also like, I didn't want to train this fucking. <laughs> My true. master made me do it. That's true. That's true. And I want, I want to talk about that. I mean, I really want to get the nitty gritty details of this entire episode of the series of Obi-Wan as a character. But yeah, that's a great point you bring up, Martin. Like, Obi-Wan didn't even fucking want to train Anakin. <laughs> and that's probably why what happened happened. But plus, I just love that fucking line. Joel Edgerton, I will say, he is uh, one of the, the underrated actors uh, in this show. I wish he was in Very it more, so. honestly. I thought he was fantastic, especially with Ewan McGregor. But yeah, that, that scene is great. But before we go ahead and get into uh, more uh, specificities, let's kind of do overall thoughts on uh, this last episode. Um, speaking for myself, I, I, I did enjoy it. Um, I think. <laughs> oh, it happens. However, there were some things that I took issue with. But let me, you know, uh, let me just say. Uh, this close. Uh, what, what, what I liked about this episode is that we finally got some conversations between characters. Mm-hmm. That's the thing I can I, I will say at the top. Like I really like that we finally had a dynamic established between Obi Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader Anakin Skywalker, mm-hmm. which was not just pure action. Mm-hmm. That to me was one of the highlights of this episode. It was what I wanted. It's what I expected from this series. What I thought was going to be the focus for the most part. Um, Again, I think the return of Joel Edgerton was great. I wish he was in the series more. I think every scene he had uh, was was really cool. And and, and also just, it makes me just appreciate his character and also Baru a lot more in this, in just in the grand scheme of Star Wars, because like, they're kind of like the Jonathan and Martha Kent of the Star Wars universe. You don't think about it because when you come into A New Hope, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uncle Owen is just, ah, yeah. what the fuck you doing? Yeah. Bring your ass on here. <laughs> he, he's, yeah, he's very much that. And Joel Edgerton kind of brought a little more softness to, mm-hmm. to those to those edges. And But what I like about this episode yeah. so much is that they they really provide you with the details. Like, oh, wow, they, they show that he they love this kid. Yeah. That oh. they lo- I mean, we'll talk about that. They look at Luke as their own son. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that was great. We needed more of that. I wish that, I wish, I, I personally wish Joel Edgerton was in the series alongside Obi-Wan going on an adventure together. Uh, Stop something. Yeah. Of, of all the things, that's probably my, my biggest disappointment with this series. Because mm-hmm. when we got to see him early, and Joel Edgerton is one of the most, and I hate using the word underrated, but he really is one of the it's most true. underrated actors yeah. in that he is solid, if mm-hmm. not very good in everything he's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no he is. He, uh, he saved Bright. Oh, yeah. He was the orc. He yeah. was the orc he was the main that. orc. That's oh, right. that's right. I was forgetting yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he does all, he, like, we, like, when you go through J- Joel Edgerton's resume, it's a whole lot of like, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot he was in that. <laughs> oh yeah, he was great in this one. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was him. 
He was also in uh, that great movie thriller from a few years ago. I think he might have directed too. The Gift was that was, was mm-hmm. that him? Yeah. I, I love that movie. I thought he was really good in that. Well, first thing I saw him in was the movie with him and Tom Hardy as brothers, which was uh, Warriors. That's yep. right, and that, that and movie's excellent. They were both excellent. amazing mm-hmm. in that. Didn't they? I think they got Oscar nominations. I think or, so. You know, or one of them definitely did. But yeah, he. I think he's one of the highlights, and he's one of the highlights in this specific episode as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and even some of the stuff that I was kind of iffy on for a lot of it, like you know the relationship between. Uh, Obi Wan and uh, Leia, where I like when they're just talking to each other. I think they're great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the the actress whose name escapes me at the top of my head, but you know the stuff that they give her in this episode, I think it works throughout the entirety. I, I love the the you, you loved her because she wasn't being precocious or yeah. sassy. That's right. Yeah. That's why you loved her. I mean, yeah. and even when he said for an old man, she was like, "Oh, stop it!" I I regret I even said that. <laughs> I like it because you know what she she realized that she was being a dick and she had to be nice. <laughs> I was like, yes, respect yeah. your elders. I, You're going to make I, such a great dad. I, uh, I love that. I love that with her. And we'll get to the specific scene that, I, that, I'll, that I'm referencing here. But when he talks about what she represents the best of her parents, mm-hmm. I thought they nailed That's that. That's a great scene. Um, and then, you know, and then listen, then we get to obviously the, we have the duel and everything. And I thought that was fine. I think it's okay. Fine. I think it's fine. Dude, come on. I think it's that, fine. That duel was amazing. I'll yeah. explain why I, th- why I don't think it's amazing. I think certain aspects of it are amazing, and some things take away from that duel later on. But I, I felt like it could have been shot infinitely better. I was about to say, you're going to say cinematography right now. Oh, yeah, cinematography. I think the cinematography and the editing during a lot of the action scenes is, is incredibly sloppy. Had it been a sloppy. movie, I would have demanded that. Yeah. Being yeah. a TV show, I thought it... it it, it did it, very it did well. well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's you know, I understand. Um, and then you know, and I I hate to to do this, but because you know it's been talked about a lot and not by the the, the, the best of people out there, but the the, the Reva character and it's not Moses Reva. Ingram's fault. Reva. <laughs> excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Excuse me. I have to say it correctly. Reva. Uh, I just feel like there's so much inconsistencies with her mm-hmm. and what her arc ended up being just just wasn't satisfying or made a lot of sense. Yeah. And yeah. it's too bad because. Yeah. They're obviously setting her up for a spinoff show. Oh, yeah. I think that's what's happening. I'm like, eh, it just didn't feel earned. When, Nothing when, she did when, filter. When she didn't actually die in the last episode, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. then I was yeah. like, yeah, they're yeah. setting her up yeah. for not only a redemption arc, but possibly a spinoff. Because with the last episode, it didn't make sense that he didn't outright kill her. <laughs> there are so many yeah. moments throughout this series where Vader's like, well, I stabbed you or I buried you in something. Anyway, bye. I definitely killed you. Yeah. <laughs> he just walks away. Yeah, because it's not like he doesn't have a history of being almost killed right. <laughs> and then coming back strong. Yeah, he's like, you should know. Yeah, you should yeah. know. Oh lord. But um, but you know, and then there are some fan service things where it's like you could have handled that in such a better way, and you and you barely just you just you just threw it in there just for the sake of throwing I, it in. There. I will say this about that. Yeah. Um. N- without discounting anything you're saying or mm. will say about mm. the fan service. Mm-hmm. If you come into a Star Wars property and you complain about fan service, <laughs> you shouldn't even yeah. be there in the first place. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. That's, fair. that's very fair. That's fair. Um, but you, you know what you're getting into. Yeah. 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 No, you're right. Uh, but yeah, overall, I think this this episode was quite enjoyable. It was up there with episode one for me. I think the, the first episode and the last episode of the best and everything else kind of feels uh, superfluous. However... You, you didn't like the third episode? I think it was I fine. I like the yeah, first... Yeah, I, I thought the third was the best and this is the close second. I think the, the first uh, two-thirds of that episode were very good. That's right. You hated the okay, I, I remember but the, now. the duel and everything, and then the him letting him go away again. Vader's is like, all right, there he goes. <laughs> all right, bye, Ben. Yeah, I'll see I you know, later. I know. That's what bothered me. Um, <laughs> I could. Oh wait, we got three more episodes. All right, I'll, you know, I'll catch him later. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll get to you for the next movie. Yeah. That's also true. So yeah, uh, but anyway, those are my overall thoughts on this episode, and then we're getting more details in a bit. But uh, Martin, your overall thoughts on episode six? I felt like. This episode is what this entire series was leading to. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, from, from the beginning, everything has served getting to this point mm-hmm. uh, for good and bad. Mm-hmm. So, some of it really well, and some of it was like, we could have got to this either sooner yeah. or done so much more development when we, before mm-hmm. we got mm-hmm. here. I agree. Uh, you're, you're right about Reva. Uh, there's certain aspects of her story and her character that I like, especially in the beginning, the mystery of her. Sure. Yeah. But it's one of those things where the more the mystery uh, was revealed, the less interesting it was. Mm-hmm. And the more it was like, huh? Yeah. Or, 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 or just more so like, this could have been handled 
differently. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes you can get something that's underwritten and a great veteran actor can still turn it around. If not sure. turn it around, yeah. make you not notice. Sure. And, yeah. and um, Moses Ingram, not that she's bad, but she doesn't have the chops to do that. And a lot, but and that's been a, with a lot of Star Wars properties. Oh, you're right. It, it's oh, yeah. that like, man, you you got a hill to climb, mm-hmm. and nobody told you when you got here, so the you didn't you didn't show up with the right shoes, and you couldn't you couldn't do it. You can you can like I've always said, you can be the most talented actor in the world, but if you're given a shit script and shit direction, I give a shit performance. That's mm-hmm. how yeah. it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it just the way it happens. Uh, but yeah, it's it's one of these things where because of the episodes that were clunkers. It made me so hyper critical or hyper focused on yeah. on you know uh, less than or, or bad writing yeah. that I spent too much of this trying to like is that bad is this good is that bad <laughs> second guessing yeah yeah okay. yeah um, and and, this, and some of it jumped out as like yeah that's a little cringe mm-hmm. but I think this episode had a lot going for it that did work or was good or like okay these are the payoffs they do work. I didn't think you could do it by this last episode. It helps that it was 51 minutes rather than 30 minutes. Right. Because right. it was like one. in 30 minutes, there's no way you can do it. But being no. 51 minutes, it gave it time to get where it was. Uh, it's just a feeling like with six episodes, there's so much that could have been accomplished, but it only tried to accomplish a small amount. Yeah. It did it, but it could have done more. Mm-hmm. And by the end, with, with the last scene, it was like, Oh, okay, well, you've really set this up for a second season. Yeah. So, yeah. with that in mind, it's hard to judge this as the period on the end of the sentence. Sure. Okay. No, that's very fair. And Vanny, uh, yeah. your your thoughts, your overall thoughts on this specific episode? Yeah, a lot of it really mirrors what Martin just said. Like, I really, really enjoyed the uh, not only this episode, but overall the show itself. Like, I will admit, it's very problematic, and there's areas to your point where. Yeah, I would have liked to seen it done differently, or maybe a better performance, or a stronger bit of dialogue here or there. But overall, like I think this was really like the culmination of I think the overall message of the the show, which was how do you deal with something so unbelievably tragic? Mm-hmm. Uh, like Reva's uh, revelation when she was like the youngling, uh, uh, Obi Wan's whole uh, fight with Obi Wan, and how do you recover from that too? And just how do you deal with that? Like either being a recluse and just kind of hiding in a cave and cutting up fish. Or do you just do like a lifelong plot for revenge, and then what does that get you at the end for it too? So I, I do see the point of Reva like now that the season's over, um, I kind of wonder if they either going to give her a TV show or if they're going to branch her out into either the comics or a novel instead too. Or just have her appear on the next season of The Mandalorian or something. That could be interesting too. Mm. The, my only thing with that is like. I'm really hoping that she just doesn't stay on Tatooine and they have to like go back to another desert planet. And Mandal- <laughs> I'm so sick of deserts in Star Wars now. Oh, oh yeah, no, no. Anytime um, sand pops up, it's like, oh no. Here we go again. again. Stop filming in I mean, Utah. I mean, they could be on a beach, and I'm still like, ah, oh, but it's no. sand. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're all like Anakin it's now. Everywhere. <laughs> we're all like all right. Anakin. So I'm trying to figure out the timeline on all these. So, uh, okay, so the prequels are first. Yes. Yeah. And then this. This is yeah. between Revenge of the Sith and New Hope. This is 10 years after yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, so this was to be uh, before oh. Rogue One takes place. Yeah. Yes, okay, so then Rogue One, yeah. then, like then a New Hope, and, mm-hmm. and those three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then the Mandalorians then. after those. Yep, after yeah. Jedi. Okay, okay. Yeah. so for Reva to show up in the Mandalorian, she'd be pretty old. She could, yeah. She would be, so it's nine, it would be It would be like ten. 15 years? Oh, it'll be ten oh it's years only 15? Later. Yeah, I think oh. so. Yeah. yeah Wait. Luke is like uh, 10 years away from New Hope at this point. That's right. So, Ewan McGregor turns into yeah, Alec Guinness. I know. <laughs> I know. When, listen, man, it's that desert heat. It's that sand. It's rough, coarse, yeah. and irritating. Gets everywhere. Because the life he was living before this, I was like, yeah, I guess it'll age him. Yeah. But the, but the, a big thing about this series, which I did like, is mm-hmm. that he he reaches closure. Yes. yes. Yeah, he does. Uh, I I do think that so so much of this started with him just being like, I'm just scared and I don't want to be hunted. Where it should have been more of the like. I have such tremendous guilt that I can't. Yeah. And I, I feel like yes. they weren't selling that. Yes. They kind of did try to do both, I think is the problem, mm-hmm. is that he, he, he needs to stay hidden because of Order 66, but he also is still having like those nightmares that you see in Episode 1. The problem, though, is that it's more just like flashes of that. Where I think that's the much more interesting story. Yes, is, yes. Is the guilt. 100%. Yeah. Um, like, I would have liked to have seen more nightmares uh, throughout the entire season. For, um, but anytime, like Anakin's mentioned, you do see like that shock and terror in him a little too, so. well, well, with that first duel in, in episode three, yeah. it just seemed like he was just 
rusty yeah. and scared. Yeah. But it would have made more sense if he was just so, I'm just so broken up and I just can't, yeah. I can't fight you again. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm having yeah. trouble living with this. Right. To where, when we get to the end of this episode where he's like, okay, so the guy I knew is Don't. dead and I don't have to feel bad about this anymore. Yeah, that's more pity. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm actually glad you brought that up because that is one of the, the first big scenes that I wanted to analyze because, mm-hmm. again, it's what I thought, I figured, would be the entire crux of the show. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that we all seemingly like the most. Mm-hmm. And kind of you know, give you an idea of why I think this works so well is because, well, you have you actually have stakes and you have two actors who, in my opinion, are acting their asses off. Let's yeah. go ahead and take a look at this scene. We'll come back with our general thoughts on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to you? Is it, it's just a flesh wound. Come, I thought you came back as a badass, but yeah, oh my but, god. Yeah, you were just a crusty old man <laughs> inside yeah. that suit. He yeah. aged a lot in ten years too. No, he did. Well, you know, that when suit you, messed him up. When you get covered in lava, that'll that'll yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah like fifth degree burns. Yeah. <laughs> I take a day off when I stub my toe. Anakin. Don't look at me. (laughs) Anakin's gone. I am what remains. Love that. Mm. Fuck, man. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Anakin. For all of it. What's the lip sync? Okay. Yeah, that's the thing. He's just looking. It's like, yeah, I bet you are goddamn sorry. (laughs) Oh, the reason why the lip sync's off is because the the clips. Oh, okay. Clips are all messed up. Sorry. Uh, No, you're good. But... But that is the scene that I that I've been waiting for, mm-hmm. entire for throughout this entire show. You know, I've yeah. I've talked about on here how why aren't Obi Wan and Vader talking to each other? Mm-hmm. There's been no conversation. Maybe with the, the a few they throw a few lines at each other in Episode Three. Aside from that, no conversation. And here they finally give it to us, and it it's 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 frustrating because I think it's it's very good. It's powerful, and I think both. Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor are doing a great job, and it does the thing that we were all talking about right now, is that it's Vader telling Obi-Wan, don't feel guilty. I am the one that killed Anakin Skywalker, all right? When I aligned myself with, with Palpatine. When it made me, all of this, you can read into this. I aligned myself with Palpatine. I yeah. killed all those, those children. Mm-hmm. You know, I betrayed their public. It was me, not you. Yeah. And then finally, Obi-Wan can say, oh, God, yeah. I can forgive myself now yep. because my friend is gone. Whoever Anakin was, mm-hmm. he's been he's been he, gone he for was a decade. He gone before I killed him. Exactly, right. exactly. Yeah, before I chopped all his limbs off and burned his dick off, all of that. <laughs> um, but, and I'm like, yes, this is what we need more of, and this is great. I, I think this is great, but it, it feels a little, <sighs> a little too little too late to yeah. a degree. Oh, I yeah. okay. I I didn't feel that. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I was I was happy for it. it sure, was, it was well done. It was. It was especially, especially between those actors. And that little touch of sympathizing Hayden Christensen's voice That's with James Earl Jones. That's one of yeah. the smartest things they've ever mm-hmm. done in that show. The, the, I will say, yes, the sound design in this, yeah. in this particular episode is, is very good. Let's actually hear some of that dialogue and get what Martin's talking about. I did. Go back a little bit. I didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. That smile right there. Yeah, he smiles. The same way, I will destroy you. Do you notice the uh, the color changes too? Yeah, and how they use yeah. color exactly. When he's yeah. blue, he's talking about Anakin, and when he's like, "I killed him," and it becomes it becomes red. Yeah, um, really. yeah, no, that 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 is handled very well. And the thing is, I'm greedy, 
and I want more. I'm a glutton. I want yeah. more of this. And uh, it's that. it's yeah. great. It's great. And I'm glad we finally got to it. But it was like, damn, we could have gotten so many episodes where they have conversations like this. It could have been yeah. played out over time. Well, wasn't it supposed but, to be a movie, too? Initially? It was supposed to be. This, this, so. this more than anything, I will say, this should have been a movie now. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it should have been. But, you know, glass half empty, glass half full. Yeah. I mean, you, you've gone decades without this scene, mm-hmm. without any knowledge or even hope that it would ever happen. True, yeah. true. Here it is. It yeah. might not be. It's. Not, it, it might not be enough, but it's more than what you had. Yeah. No, it is. It is because they. It, it kind of harkens back to that scene, Return of the Jedi, where where Luke is trying to do the same thing, mm-hmm. uh, where uh, he's saying, I'm, I, "There's good in you," and Vader's like, "Obi Wan once thought as you did," mm-hmm. you know. But we never see that really until now. Well, see, yeah. I, I mean, I think one of the the better things that this series does is stitch some of that together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like places where you go like, man, I, I'm with this, but how did you get from here to here? And it's going, these are the bridges. This this yeah. is what happened. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah, there's a lot of other filler and bullshit you gotta <laughs> deal with, but the things that do work are things that like, okay, this takes me from here to there, yeah, and I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it it does that well, I think. And again, this the scene in itself, I think, is very good. Um, moving over to some of the more of the highlights, which I really did like. I talked about uh, Owen and and Baru and how I felt like this this show gave them more to do. I mean, even though again, Baru has very little screen time overall in the in, in the entirety of the of the Star Wars saga. I just like that we, we have more context with them. Oh, to yeah. realize that they are not only guardians of Luke, not only his caretakers, his wards, they're his parents. Yeah. And like this this scene over here I thought really emphasized that. It really I really enjoyed it. Especially with um, Owen. You really love the boy. Like he's your own. He is my own. See, like that line yeah. reminds me of it's 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 it's, it's, it's a weird comparison. It, uh, you know what? It's, it's an odd thing because mm-hmm. her line, "You really love that boy, like you, it's your own." Mm-hmm. That's that's not good writing. That's 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 bad writing. No, I, that's not I, anything I you would say. But his response exactly. Yeah. That's good. That's good writing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right about that. I mean, again, but what they do with Moses Ingram, it's 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 a goddamn shame. Mm-hmm. You know what she's forced to say, but in this scene, and I actually don't have the other clip, but uh, with with there's another scene like this, but where both Owen and Baru are just expressing their love for Luke, and it reminds me of it's from a movie you know I hate, Martin. That I think we both dislike, Man of Steel. Where mm-hmm. uh, you have the Kevin Costner, he's talking to a young Clark Kent, mm-hmm. and Clark says to him after he he reveals like Clark's origins and things, and Clark says, "Can I just be your son?" And oh, yeah. like Jonathan, Kevin Costner looks at him and goes, "You are my son." And I love them. They embrace and they hug. It's like there you go. That's Superman right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And so this scene just reminds me so much of that, and a couple of other ones that feature Owen. And and again, it just it just further. It further just makes me want to have had seen more of Joel Edgerton oh, no, in no. this I'm, show. I'm, I'm with you, because scenes like that are what we saw just in the previous scene with, with Vader and, and mm-hmm. Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like this scene, what, what happens with uh, Owen and Baru here, Yeah, yeah. it rewrites how you think about A New Hope. Yes, it does. Very much. Mm-hmm. Without discounting any of it. True. It just adds to... You know, more dimension to it. Mm-hmm. So when you go back and watch, just the, the same way Rogue One did, with watching Rogue One, where you don't even know it's gonna stitch right to it, and then when it does, and it's like, oh wow, this yeah. gives gives it all so much more context. And you realize right. the sacrifice that to to get the Death Star plans, mm-hmm. like that entire team, yeah, they all yeah. died. Like, like for just this. just yeah. how important that was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, this this serve this is good will building right here, and I, that's why I. I really liked it, um, and then of course there's there's other things. Even we see kind of the the the, the relationship between the both Ben and Owen. Now, Owen is you and Baru. Take good care of him. I'm like even it with man, Joel Edgerton's yeah. only given a few lines, but he sells so, them. So I well. will. It's it speaks so much to his character, and it's a scene like this, and the scene before, and some of the other ones that we had with uh, Baru that I don't have. That I was like, it should have been the two of them going on an adventure together. Like yeah. you had a thing where not only is I mean you could say Leia's a threat, Luke's also or Leia's uh, under threat, and Luke's under threat. No one's like, okay, this is your fault. 
what's going on right now. I'm going to make sure I'm going to kill this thing dead, whatever what's going on, okay? Because mm-hmm. I love that boy. And it should have been the two of them that together. Boy could have been, instead of being Leia being kidnapped, it could have been Luke being kidnapped. And, yeah. And then, like, Owen insisting, I'm coming with you. Mm-hmm. And then that could have been, like, the buddy cop uh, series. We've... My only objection to that is that we get so much Luke. We do. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. And, and for them to say, you know, oh, Leia was Force-sensitive also. Yeah. I think I, I like that it's like, okay, let's focus on her. Son. Sure. Yeah. And that's if they wanted to go with that direction, if Luke was going to be, and they wanted to take the, like, the Owen route with this, too. But I, I personally, I know we'll get into more of the series itself. I actually like the fact that they did give us so much Leia, because I think there was going to be that expectation of this being kind of a Luke story, because it's on Tatooine, and giving us something different like this. And I think overall executed by the end well. Yes. I was good with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that, the, the, the little blue hologram that says, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Means so much more now. Yeah. 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 It makes um, sense. And I do think one of the things, uh, uh, Baru having a lot more to do in that last episode too, mm-hmm. like where Owen's like, we need to get the fuck out of here. And she's like, this is our home. This is our son. Like, nut up. Mm-hmm. Like, such a great moment for it. And it felt natural too. And just even, uh, again, to Joel Edgerton's talent of going from like that really defensive and protective parent but at that moment, he's terrified. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's scared for his son, too. And that was just such a great moment, too. And just seeing Baru pull out the blaster of, like, rifles, I guess. Yeah. Like, it felt like very much like an old Western, like, defending the homestead. Yeah, it did. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, again, Star Wars is, itself is a space Western. Mm-hmm. But just seeing that moment of just, like, the bandits are coming, like, almost, like, Unforgiven style. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just rip it. Yeah. yeah. Loved it. And, um, you know, we you both brought up uh, Leia, and I do like how they wrapped up her storyline in yeah. this uh, season or series. And that last conversation, I, I thought, was, um, that was quite beautiful. Yeah. When I said before that I didn't know your parents, Princess Leia Organa, you are wise, discerning, kind-hearted these are qualities that came from your mother but you're also passionate and fearless forthright and these are gifts from your father yeah, keep 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 speaking to me. Yeah, yeah, keep, yeah. <laughs> I like this. I like I like hearing this. But no, right there, I thought that. Now that I thought that was great writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that even you look back at the prequels and the Anakin and Padme relationship is just so terrible. Oh, yeah. it's just right. weird and kind of problematic and you know in certain ways. Yeah, but, but you can't tell lots. That. Yeah, I, yeah, I know, I know exactly, exactly. But that's a, I'm saying. Like despite that, they're like, okay, let's focus on the things that. We can let's rework it. Let's rework yeah. it. And how they did it here with uh, with a young Leia and telling her about you have the you have the best attributes of your parents, who she mm-hmm. never knew. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a beautiful moment and a great little uh, end to her character in this show. I thought yeah. that was great. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And it's also I think uh, I know people were starting to warm up a lot more to the prequels over the last like I'd say about a year or so. But also I think people need to remember it also took the Clone Wars series, Rebels, now this show, Rogue One, for people to realize like. Oh yeah, you know there are some aspects of the, of the prequels that do work. Like uh, what? I always do that with this. John Williams soundtracks, start to finish, all three, perfect. Martin, you set him up. He's yeah. going go, to go down I got the this, line. I, I used to do this on my Twitch channel all the time, uh, where I ripped these things. But it did have a beginning, middle, and end, and it did end where it needed to. So I did tell a complete story, and there was a complete vision by the end of the prequels, too. Execution, lost to be desired. But it did have a purpose, and it did end on that note. It's just people just left just kind of like with a bitter taste in their mouth because of just the everything else in between. It's like yeah. Yeah. thirty thousand foot view. The prequels do work. It's when you get to that eye level, you're like, none of this works. Um, but the, it did take the TV shows and Rogue One to fix it. Okay. Yes. Oh no, it definitely takes. Yeah. I mean, Clone Wars as well. I yeah. mean, it adds all that context, like the whole relationship between Anakin and Obi Wan. It's like what yeah. relationship? They hate each other, but in right. this in, in that show, you're like, oh wow, they are. Father they, and son brothers, brothers, and you can really. see that, yeah. and that's what that yeah. you know that's what that show does so well. But yeah, the prequels a, themselves, you're right, good ideas, yeah. horribly executed, and I mean problematic. Again. Right, there's a lot of major issues with that, yeah, yeah, those films. Um, so yeah, I, I wanted to talk about the positives so far of the of the of this specific episode, but yeah. I kind of want to get into the more of the. Too. 
Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan's force usage, too. Oh, that's no, very... we're, we're going to talk about that. Okay. That's, what, that's what we're talking about next. And But, you know, I want to talk about the thing that I think maybe I'm in the minority on, uh, but it's with the, the duel, which was being advertised. This is the this is the rematch of the century. You've been waiting for this for so long. And, yeah, that that first fight you saw, that wasn't the real fight. <laughs> no, no, I'm no, like, no, no, no. That's the warm-up. No, but, this, is, this is the thriller in Manila. Yeah, but uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. You know I don't know music, Martin. <laughs> oh my! It's not music. It's, oh, the, wow. it's, 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 the, it's the, the the fight between Muhammad Ali and George Foreman. Oh. The, the they made documentaries about it. Oh, what? what, what okay. <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's the fight of the century. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, I knew that. <laughs> every anyway, time, every time we hang out, you're just reminding me how much older I am. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Chad, let's go ahead you damn kid. and talk about uh, the fight scene, which you know a lot of people. We're loving. I'm a little mixed on it, and I'll explain why. But let's let's take a let's go ahead and take a look uh, a little bit of it right here. At that one point, Vader almost looked like he hit the camera. Uh, (laughs) So here's my thing. I think the choreography in this is fantastic. Mm -hmm. The thing is, I just want to, I don't know, grab Deborah Chow's hand or her cinematographer hands or at her hand and goes, stop doing that. Stop moving the camera around so much because I can't tell what's going on at times. Like, it's almost like. I never had that problem. See, I did. I did. Yeah, I, I was. You know, There's some sequences in this battle that I do like when it's just steady. That's the one thing I'm going to say. You know, you could say a lot about George Lucas uh, on those on the prequel films sure. and New Hope or whatever. Uh, but you know, look at him. Look at Irving Kirshner. Look at Richard Markan in Return of the Jedi. Look at J.J. Abrams. Hell, look at Ryan Johnson. They keep that camera steady on these fight scenes, and for whatever reason, there's consistency. I thought there's a different way to do it to yeah. make it feel like you were in or part of the battle mm-hmm. right. and I know with shaky cam there's a tendency to make you feel like like that's a problem I have with a lot of the, the Born Identity films sure. they have these tight fight scenes where the camera's moving all over quick cuts and I'm like I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I just got to wait till somebody's down. Yeah. Um, I didn't have that problem with this one. Yeah. yeah. What about what about you, you Vanny? Did, uh, did, you have, did you take issue with this or did you like it? No, I think what happened was, because I did notice that, because I, I know I have uh, watched uh, your streams where you talk about the the uh, cinematography for uh, the previous scenes. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of watched this one with more of that sort of eye. And I ended up walking away thinking, like, the scenes where it was clear stood out that much more. Um, so it was kind of that nice mix between, I think, to your point of getting right in the middle and seeing everything happening and then taking that bird's eye view back and forth for it. So for me, it was actually kind of like an, a good immersive kind of technique for it. Yeah. Oh, um, I, I just want to say, clearly Deborah Chow, who's the, the, the director of all mm-hmm. these episodes, yeah. she loves that bird's eye view shot. <laughs> she uses it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I still think it, it worked for it too because I think that where I think the, the first film or the first uh, fight played out more like a horror film sort of like cutting back and forth yeah because yeah. mm. they want to see you want to see Obi-Wan terrified of what's going on because he's so out of his depth and out of his league despite escaping and you, by this one you now see him much more in his prime and they yeah. do want to kind of show I think more of that mix up between the competency and then also look at the majesty of what's kind of going on that back and forth with yeah it. yeah I, I, and I'm sure that was the director's intention and, and you guys yeah, that's how you feel. I bet. Yeah. It's, we just yeah. got to agree and, disagree. And you guys yeah. fell for it. No, that's yeah. <laughs> not what I meant. It's just, I did no, buy a time share, that, so. is, that, is just, that is just one that we, we definitely disagree on. We, yeah. But however, however, despite that, I, I do think that there are a lot of parts of this duel that do work for me. And, and oh, yeah. I like it when Star Wars showcases kind of like just new 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 ways to use the force but ones that still feel grounded enough and we're not like they're not doing 50 uh, flippy jumps in the air or anything yeah, like I, that yeah i hate when they do uh, uh, flippy jumps mm-hmm. but throughout so many of these lightsaber battles where darth vader will use the telekinesis i was mm-hmm. like why aren't they doing that all the time yeah and this is that one where i was like wow they went on first uh, 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 full-on earthbending here yeah and that's and that's the that scene i want to show because that, that was, was so that good. to me was one of the highlights of that duel. Yeah, you thought you were the only one who could do that. Ah, hell. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, ow! Jesus, please! Time out, time out, time out! <laughs> 
just love all those rocks pelting him. Yep. That to me was great. Because yep. when the camera was steady, <laughs> was. I, I could tell what was happening, yep. you know. But it was showing something familiar, but something really new at the same time. It was yeah. a great blending mm-hmm. of prequel and uh, original trilogy sensibilities yes. with yes. the Force. Yes. And I love that. And plus, just Vader's just like, oh my god, he just didn't <laughs> yes. expect that. Yeah, because up to this point, he's been the the cock of the walk. Yep. He walks mm-hmm. in, he he's doing new tricks just to just to showboat. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. suddenly he's he's come across somebody who's actually a little bit better than him. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's he, not prepared for he, it. He, you know, he thought he was he was better, and he just yeah, yeah he was too. He, he was arrogant. Mm-hmm. Arrogance is, was always one of Anakin's issues, and it's what you know fails. Yeah, him. yeah. When they had the flashback, mm-hmm. where it was just like he's just like going at it, and he's like, yeah. "Man, you got you got to stop doing that. Yeah, yeah. focus up. Yeah, and I he, think like one of the things that the films initiated, like the the original trilogy did, was they kept describing the Force as this amazing thing that you know the Death Star is cool, but the Force, oh. oh but right. then all you ever really saw is them lifting stuff or a little bit of mind control for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But I think that's the one thing where I think the TV shows and the books especially and the comic books as well. And now we're seeing with Obi-Wan is you're starting to now actually see really why Vader says that in episode four. Like you can see him basically break the earth or he can rip a ship out. Yes. Like with just like yeah. with a snap. So that's something I think the if there was any sort of major criticism I had with the OG trilogy, it's that. It's that you have something that as cool as the Force but you don't really see it do anything astronomically cool other than just, like, bring my coffee mug closer. Right. So we're getting a better view of that now. I, I would agree with you, but uh, f- force choking somebody from force across the room. That's, that's <laughs> pretty good. That's, that's pretty like, goddamn cool. I yeah, that's so that's cool. when I was like, I'm sorry, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> you apologize. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'll, t- I'll pick him at the airport. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, yeah, it's, but, you know, for, for this particular scene again, I just think it's a great balancing of both prequel stuff mm-hmm. and original trilogy sensibilities. Yeah. And, and it worked. It worked very well yeah. for me. No one's talking about the sequel trilogy, though. No. Well, I mean, listen, I, I I don't want to bring that up right now because yeah. that's that's a whole can of worms. Um, I like some of the like I don't like some of the, the other stuff. But anyway, any case, um, you know, I thought this was really cool, but now I kind of got to get into the stuff that I felt like just it just wasn't working. It didn't just let me confused. Okay, really, yeah. really confused. And it's it's with the uh, it's with the character of um, Ureba who, who opens the episode. Reba. Reba. Yeah. Oh, this asshole. this guy, he's yeah. back. Something you want to say? I have something to say. Wait your turn. You can have what's left when I'm done. The only guy in the galaxy from Alabama. Hey. <laughs> Man, I was I was gonna bring that up. <laughs> I made Martin laugh. That's the thing, because I'm like, you know, right at this moment, he wants to just say the N-word so goddamn <laughs> He was like, ooh, if this wasn't a Disney show, <laughs> he would have absolutely yeah. said that. Um, so, listen, I think that's kind of like a, you know, like, oh, okay, she's back, all right, he got his comeuppance, cool. Yeah. How the fuck did she get there? <laughs> the How did she After get being there? stabbed. Yeah. I was like stab. I mean, at this point, I mean, Darth Maul. He he came Thank back and everything. Thank I know. You. I, I was know. like, I'm watching Solo, and Darth Maul shows up. A I dude know. who I saw get cut in half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's no explanation. WTF? Man. I know. Yeah. I know. And Star Wars anatomy is different from everybody else's. There's nothing uh, cl- right there. There's clearly, nothing there. Yeah, there's no, no one has a stomach. Listen, All appendix. Listen, I. I Yes, you're right about that. And at this point, apparently Qui Gon Jinn was a bitch when he when he got stabbed in the stomach because <laughs> <And then back. laughs> everyone, the Grand Inquisitor, he's back. Reva's back. Darth Maul, he's been back for a while. Yeah. Um, that's not my issue. I'm like, all right, whatever. Stab wounds don't matter in Star Wars now. The thing that that I'm confused by is like, okay, what is how is how does travel work now? Because it's like we saw her laying in the ditch, you know, uh, on that fucking planet. And then suddenly she's on Tatooine, and but then we cut, and like Vader's still chasing uh, the 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 you know the, the ship with Obi Wan. Right. I'm like, wait a minute, is this, you know, it reminds me of Game of Thrones, where yeah, people are yes. teleporting yeah. all over the yeah. place. So I'm like, yeah. and because it took away from this kind of fun little cool scene, like oh she's back and she's doing her thing or whatever. And I'm like, wait a minute, this doesn't make any goddamn sense. And yeah. it's the start of. I mean, I it. suppose the idea is that while Vader's off tra- chasing Obi Wan that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody's watching her, so she's able to go back to Tatooine unmolested. (laughs) With light speed. With a ship we don't see. I mean, there's. Yeah. That's where it would have been. Like, she would get up and be like to stormtroopers, like, hey, you guys help me get a ship? And they'd be like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. they try to shoot You're her. still alive? Huh? Like, you. Yeah. They would try, yeah. well, they would try to shoot her. Miss. Yeah, exactly. Right. They would miss. They would miss. Yeah. So it's, it, it's a, you know what? It's Again, it's it's something that can be fixed easily. Just show her one know, scene. getting off a ship or having a ship. It's like, it's, one, it's a one scene thing. Yeah. But, all right, whatever. Yeah. That's not my 
that's not my big issue with this. One of my biggest issues is just her arc in general, because I'm yeah. very, very confused by it. Mm-hmm. Her whole thing, like, okay, it's revealed, I guess, in the, the, the fifth episode, the penultimate episode, mm-hmm. that yeah. she is trying to get revenge against Darth Vader yeah. because she he, he killed all of her Jedi friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the First of all, still don't know how she knows who he is. She doesn't know. They don't know Anakin's Darth Vader. It's never like a line where it's like Lord Vader. It's like that's a huge plot hole right there. Okay, yeah. that's plot hole number one. And the other, and the other part of it is, she is she has been as an Inquisitor for at least ten years. However long did she been has been killing and hunting various Jedi. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you have this one scene where well she just she just can't do it. <laughs> and that's the thing that bothers me. I want to show you this don't scene. Know we'll come what back. That, that is for me. Mm-hmm. There's a little Luke. Yeah. Oh, but she sees herself. Oh, okay. Like, it, it, it. Yep. Into the Jedi. I mean, into the Return of the Jedi. Hi. <laughs> so, th- th- this is why this bothers me. And I want to have you, you come in with your opinion, Martin, you, Vanny. One, I just think it's so fucking funny that with, with her, apparently, there's a little white boy in all of us, Martin. <laughs> she just saw a little white boy in her, and Vanny, here's a little white boy in you, and Martin, there's a little white boy in you, too. <laughs> apparently. But it's like, oh, now I suddenly feel guilty for, you know, everything, and I can't kill Luke. One, because it will obviously establish a continuity error, but at the same time, it's like, then what was the point of doing all of this? It just it just felt pointless. Uh, yeah, I, I also don't like how... They could have done the one transition of like, oh, I see myself, right? Instead of just beating it into the ground. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I I don't have a defense for this. Yeah, no. it's yeah. it's it's not very well done. Mm-hmm. It's it's cliche in a way that's yeah. that's bad. It's the kind of thing where like, I don't believe you're doing this not because just because I don't believe it, just mm-hmm. because I would think you you'd know better. You 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 could do better than this. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. No, her whole arc doesn't make a whole lot of sense only if you go well she's okay with killing adult jedi but not yeah. child jedi maybe i think it's like the greatest sort of mentality like, like for her the, the the ends justify the means of killing finally killing vader so she'll do anything it takes to get to that point yeah and i think by this point now she's had her arc her conversations with obi-wan trying to say like hey this is like we can do this together or like there's a better way of doing it again this is the part of the show where like it gets mishandled but I think the idea is supposed to be that now that she kind of realizes that a she can't hold uh, she cannot fight Vader she's going to lose so now she's got nothing left so what is she going to go for well I want I still want to hurt him but it's going to be killing a child and by that point after all the trauma she's gone through now now she realizes like oh my god I'm going to turn into him at this point and I'm not I'm not going to kill him I'm going to become another Vader and what's my point then so that's best I got yeah, it it could work if because I. If I'm not mistaken, it didn't get revealed that Luke was Vader's son. No, no, no. It's like, like if, I'm, like if she knew that he was her, that that Luke was his son. Oh, she she knows that. She knows that. She knows that. She knows. Yeah. She's like one of only a few people that know that. Okay. Based on the previous episode Cause, when cause, Kumail Nanjiani dropped the thing. Okay, because it seemed like Vader didn't even know until he the doesn't second, know until the second movie. Yep, that's yeah. right. He doesn't know until he knows the comics. Though. Well, so yeah. They, well, yeah. he doesn't know I- until after the events of A New Hope when right. when the galaxy learns who blew up the Death Star. Luke Skywalker. Vader's like fucking Skywalker, yeah. <laughs> and, that, that's, and that's when he finds right, out. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So at this point, yeah, I was like, how would she know that that's his son? Because yeah. if she knew that's his son, where she was like, well, fuck it. If I can't kill him, I'm gonna kill his son. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's a that's a that's a definitive motivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they go, I can't I can't do it. That right. I understand. But it, it is, it's bad writing I see everywhere mm-hmm. where sure. characters are written, uh, their behavior is excused by them being crazy or traumatized or just acting like infants. Yes. Yeah. And, and it, it doesn't, it doesn't work when you, when you really think about it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you're like, like if you know, uh, she has a strong motivation to go kill Luke, you're like, oh shit. <clears throat> but as it is, you're like. I don't. What are, you, what are you doing? It's just a stretch. Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah. You have to go into it knowing that she knows uh, who Luke really is, mm-hmm. and that you can buy just that she's gone. Uh, that the trauma is now hitting her at that exact perfect moment. Which right. 
That's a lot of stretches. It's, it's a of, lot of stretches. And that's already happened with the previous episode when they were uh, when Obi Wan was uh, trying to infiltrate to rescue Leia from the the Imperial compound, and all of a sudden like the re- like the other ships come in just at the nick of time mm-hmm. kind of moment. It's the same kind of thing where it's just like that's the exact moment she needs to have a revelation because they want to do something else with her afterwards. Too. Yeah, that's, like, I was, that's the thing. I was kind of hoping if they were gonna again if they want to be bold, she's about to raise the um, raise up her lightsaber, and that's when like Baru shoots her. And oh like, yeah, that would have mm. been I think. Uh, and if you still want to give her a moment of, like, I'm sorry or something, it would have weakened it. But, I mean, I, I would have really liked it. Just that would have been, like, the end of her arc. Because, mm-hmm. um, again, that still kind of reinforces the idea of, like, how do you handle trauma in a healthy way, which eventually what Obi-Wan does, or the unhealthy of Reva. And shows, like, that's the repercussions, though. If you just live your life of vengeance, it's like the dig two graves thing. There's consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's consequences. Yeah. And yeah. Star Wars has always been kind of weird of consequences. You know, Vader spent 25 years killing Billions of people. Yep. Children. But, children. Yep, yep, absolutely. But then a, a whole planet. But then he dropped an old man uh, down a shaft and he became a force ghost. You're <laughs> good. Yeah. You're good. He's like, I'm sorry. So yeah, there's inconsistencies, but but again, yeah. that's it's yeah, it's it comes down to just this is just not well written. It's bad it's badly written and it's and it's frustrating. It is. Um It should have been its own thing. If they wanted to have yeah. like an Inquisitor story like on its own, which, like they its could. own TV show, which I think could have worked really well. Like the casting for the Inquisitors overall I thought worked very well. It's just that would could have been its own thing, and like they could have made Reva like spin off from that one instead. I felt like it, they they can do an Inquisitor show because <laughs> yeah. that that is one of my other criticisms. It's just overall we can get in that in, in just a bit. I have one more thing I want to talk about, but is that the Inquisitors are just kind of bad guys? They're just they're just we're just bad guys. And that's yeah. all we really do. We do bad Corrupted things. Jedi. And yeah. It's like ah, I want to go and they corrupt the Jedi. That's an interesting story. Yeah. I just felt like and that could have been with Reva. It just it should have been not in this. It should have been a whole new show because that deserves. Yeah. A full show. That deserves a lot well, that of was content. that's an interesting thing in Solo, yeah. where they show how outlaw the galaxy was, and the Empire coming in, and you're like, you know what, it, it might be good to have the Empire come in and kind of <laughs> yeah. straighten some of this out. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But in everything else, they're like, no, they're just the bad guys. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're right. just evil because they don't know what else to do. They wanted to right. take, it was like that movie would try to take a, like, a little risk or show the Empire in a more positive light or just show like oh yeah this needs more order but mm-hmm. again that's but, that's too hot <laughs> it's way too hard but I think they do a good job with that though in that the episode uh, where they like the, the tramp part for two where like uh, ah. Obi-Wan and Leia get picked up by like the truck driver for two Zach Braff yeah Zach, Zach Braff was that Zach? oh, <laughs> that was oh Zach yeah, Braff, yeah, yeah. yeah that's where I think it shows and I think it's also at this point now necessary because I think we're no longer at just three films and you don't have the time to really go into the politics of the Empire mm-hmm. you now start to branch out you kind of, kind of need to start doing more stuff with that, where you're gonna have like show like, there's no way they can still function without there being constant civil wars if it was just all evil, evil, evil. They yeah. have to build an infrastructure. They have to have like, like a galactal health plan or something. There's some good Imperials. That's the thing. That's what this is. Right, trying to say, there are obviously some good Imperials. <laughs> yeah. What happens? Stormtroopers is like having a bunch of cops where they they keep order for the status quo. Yeah. Right. If you're doing well, hey, these are the people you want. If yeah. you're not doing well. Uh, yeah, yeah, you want them around. Yeah, that yeah, should be a new show. That should be like cops, but like tattooing or something. Troopers. Just have stormtroopers just yeah. roaming around. Did you guys never see troops? Oh, oh I've seen troops. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. It was it was like one of the first uh, uh, Star Wars fan films yeah. before the prequels came out. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And it was it was uh, three episodes, and it was done like like cops. Yeah. But it was stormtroopers. It was called oh, Troops. Oh, my God. It was in the early, 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 like pre-internet. Basically, oh, pre YouTube. I think it was. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you said to find like it was like a tape that circulated around. Oh cool. But you should check it out because yeah. I mean it was three of them and they're all good, but that first one is amazing. Yeah, yeah, they're oh, very well done, and then it just it looks good for a fan film it too. Does. It's yeah. just very gritty. They've gotten a lot better with those. Like side topic, but have you ever seen the Gambit fan film that's been circling around YouTube? No. Uh, Eric Roberts is in it for some reason, and uh, well, it's, th- no, there's a reason why Eric oh, Roberts is yeah. in it. They, they paid him. <laughs> So well, he was just gonna write his gemstones. Yeah, yeah, he had yeah, a huge yeah. role. And he was also <laughs> in. But he also doesn't say no. Actors gotta act. Yeah, gotta yeah, act, man. You gotta get paid. Gotta eat. Yep. Um, mm. But yeah, like fan films have come such a far, uh, long way now too. Where even celebrities will now do it for the right fees at this point. Like, sure. It's weird to me because I, I always felt like fan films had a place because no major studios were doing these yeah. movies. But now that they are, yeah. Yep. With a fan I, film, I'm like. Well, I could just wait for the real one because this can't go anywhere. Right. Like you yeah. It almost kind of starts to become a thing of like a demo reel almost. Like I think there was like a yes. charted fan film. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. The Power Rangers one uh, from uh, Adi Shankar. Well, there's um, this this one uh, with Batman that I kept seeing updates on and it looked mm. so good. Yeah. Uh, and then when it finally like, hey, we finished it and watched it and it was like, damn, this looks good. 
Yeah. But it's pretty dull for the six minutes it's on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, is it? Not a whole uh-huh. lot happens here. So aesthetically cool, but overall not. Yeah. 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 No, I mean... There was also that other that, well that other fan film that Spider-Man Lotus, which is now getting press for all the okay, wrong reasons. Okay, so you've reasons. heard about all this too. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, I brought yeah. to Corey, he was like, I don't know what that is. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, we can we can actually bring it up in a bit after we finish the, the Obi Wan thing. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah, there's there's a controversy with that. I haven't even seen anything from it. I just know about what's I know all I the know. crazy behind the scenes. Which no, is no, whole no. Saga. James Egan, one of the toasties, he messaged me about it. He yeah. said, you guys going to talk about this? Yeah. I was like. I have no idea what that is. We'll yeah. talk about it tonight. Might as well at this point. Yeah. Uh, but I one last thing, one last thing I wanted to kind of cover, and it's very short. Um, it's the thing where it's like, okay, you had an opportunity to do something really interesting with a returning character, and it, it's just a it's just a glorified cameo. Ah. Master Qui-Gon. Well, took you long enough. Man, I've been dealing with so much shit for <laughs> yeah. like 30 years, and he comes in with that, oh, took you long enough. So it's like, that's it. That's the whole, that's it. He's like, took you long enough, and yeah, we got a ways to go down that canyon thing. All right, yeah. see ya. The thing is, first of all, I always want to say, one of the best things we talked about this when we did our, retro, our our bad movie roast of Phantom Menace a few months ago. Liam Neeson is one of the best things about that yes. movie. He does yes, a very yes. good job, yes. despite the material. Yes. He elevates it yes. right. And he's given some sh- crazy shit to say, mm-hmm. metachlorians and everything, mm-hmm. dealing with stereotypes constantly. But he's really good. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time we're seeing him back in live action since 1999. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been over 20 years, mm-hmm. and this is it. This is all you're gonna do with him? He's just hi. Bro, I'm bro, here, bro. Once again. Glass half full, glass half empty. <laughs> That's, he that did book. not have to show up for this. At all. Was he was not expecting it. This could have, Obi-Wan could have just gone off into the sunset yeah. or the sunset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And him Sand. showing up, it's a, it's, a, it's a nice little Easter egg. Yeah. It's Star yeah. Wars fan service. I wasn't overjoyed about it, but at the same time, I was like, well, it is kind of nice. It's nice. It's expected at that point because it also completes the arc from the first episode where he's trying but failing at it because he's cut himself off from the Force and then he talks to Qui-Gon in the last episode too so he finally gets his reward at the end. Yes. And if everybody else is going to be a Force ghost, why wasn't Qui-Gon a Force ghost? Yeah. yeah. And and with everything Obi-Wan goes through, I can see like as his master, you're like, I could step in but it's going to be more if he figures it out himself. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I just let him get through, through this part. I get... I know you don't want to yeah. hear that. Yeah, I, no, it, that's an Easter egg. It's so. it's because in the first episode, and I get it, because Obi Wan is kind of cut off from the Force, as you say, mm-hmm. and he's constantly calling to Qui Gon. I just, again, I just want people to talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> I just I want know. a conversation. Hey man, well, you know what? The, this ends in such a way. Mm. Season two. With season two. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking season two. I wasn't yeah. even thinking season two until they got to this scene. Okay. Yeah. And then I was like, huh. Season two, yeah, it, it, it could easily be a thing. If if yeah. they do do a season two, then I would want because because Yoda says famously at the end of Revenge of the Sith is like Qui Gon Jinn is 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 a, is a Force Ghost, whatever. He's he's called out to me and he wants to tr- continue your training, yeah. you know, and your exile. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, let's see that. And in the, in the show, we don't see that, but here it's like, okay, maybe now it's going to happen, right. and in season two potentially. And so yeah. that would be cool because I, you know. He's one quite because we often forget about him. Lee Neeson is one of the best things about the Phantom Menace and about the prequels in general. He's kind of like this forgotten character, so yeah, I think that yeah, kind of neat. Yeah, it was nice to go like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. and it's also super nice to not see Liam Neeson as the old <laughs> yeah. guy in a suit with a gun <laughs> yes, running. Yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and yep. Shooting people. He just has to, to s- just has to stand yeah. there and be a ghost, and <laughs> right. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but yeah, and that's pretty much all of the individual scenes I wanted to cover. Uh, but we can kind of do our wrap up right here. And we talked about a lot, but I mean, Martin, your overall thoughts on this show and its full context? Look, it, this show is the the very definition of uneven. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's it it takes too long. It's very obvious the points it wanted to hit, mm-hmm. and it it kind of messes around to get yeah. to those places. But where it finally goes, I go, all right, I'm happy with this. Sure. I, I I like where this ended up. And you know, I might not like the ride, but I like where where our wagon stopped. Mm-hmm. And despite where I thought I would be, I am at a. I would like to see a second season. Of okay. This. All right. What I'm would sorry. you What would you give? I mean, it? I, I I would I would rate it a matinee. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Manny, yourself, uh, your overall thoughts on Kenobi and your final rating? 
so this show gets an uh, extra perk because Obi-Wan is my favorite Star Wars character. So it already gets a lot of buys as a result of it, too. Um, again, it's like I mentioned earlier, it's a very problematic show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do You can definitely tell like where this was going to be the film parts. And when they realized, like, oh, we got to stretch this out instead of like a two-hour or two-and-a-half-hour film into now a four-ish hour series. So they have to add in some filler in there, too. So, yeah, yeah it definitely has some parts I wish they either could have taken out or um, done differently for it. But also, I tend not to go into TV shows with what I would like to see versus just appreciating what am I getting. Mm-hmm. And so the parts that did happen where I'm like, eh, I would have liked something different didn't hurt me as much. Um, I'd not say hurt, but maybe didn't disappoint me as much. I, yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think same thing. I would give it a, like a high matinee as a result of that. I, met, I was I was entertained from start to finish for it. The last fight scene to me absolutely redeems the entire show. Um, but I acknowledge the problems that are within it. Um, I enjoyed parts of this series but in the grand scheme of things i was left wanting i was left disappointed yeah um i don't know i guess i guess my expectations were too high despite being disappointed by star wars i know i'm like i'm like i'm like a, i'm like a, 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 a beaten housewife at this point it's horrible but it's I, I just yeah. because this, this this is such an important thing in the history of stars and the relationship between Obi Wan and Vader and how I thought it was so mishandled in the prequels. You have another chance to get this right. Yeah. You can finally give it the context it always deserved that all these ancillary shows tried to do and then succeeded. But like, hey, let's bring back the original actors of Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor who were hurt by the original material. Let's put them in something good. Mm-hmm. And there are some great stuff in episode one and in episode six. But it's just it's filled with so much filler and so many just unnecessary. I, I feel like unnecessary characters and and subplots where it takes away from their story like this this isn't really about them in the first episode it is in the last episode it is but there's those four episodes where it's not and that's the thing that really frustrates me because th- this material is 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 more deserving of that and so yeah, I, uh, I, I mean, if they do a season two, I'll check it out. We're all going to check it out. We're going to oh, review yeah. it, of course, but I can't say I'm excited. Um, so for for myself, I'd probably give this uh, like a high rental. Okay. You know, okay. it's, it was okay. you know not not horrible, yeah. but it it it, ha- it has some faults. It has some faults. Yeah, it is a waste of Kamal Nanjiani too. He's such a great actor, yeah. and just for him to be like the con man sort of character that you see spotty throughout it. I don't know. He keeps popping up and stuff like that. Like yeah. I, I'm always say if I watch something and he he shows up, I'm like. Okay, here we go. Yeah, he's, he's going to be the funny guy again. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because he is such a huge part of geek culture now, too, that he wants to be in as much stuff as he can. So I, I appreciate that. And if I was in his position and asked, like, you want me in Star Wars? Like, sign me up. I'm like, I'll be there right now. I like what they did with his character later, but it doesn't match with what they did with him at no. first. No. Not at all. It's inconsistent. Yeah, the right yeah. comment to redeemed in two yeah. episodes. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, yeah. it's not earned. I, I, it's, it's almost like he was redeemed by the end of the first episode he was in. Yeah. <laughs> he was. It was. Yes. Like, I've been scamming all these people for, for yeah. years, you know. And then I was like, ah, oh, I'm sorry, I did that. But he does say he is actually doing it. He's just charging for a premium, right? Like he's the ticket master, and he's still being a piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, yeah, he's pretending he's a Jedi. He's <laughs> yeah. using magnets. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but uh, you I know, think it's still one of those shows where, like, and this is kind of my defense for a book of Boba Fett too, where like the Boba Fett content is easily the weakest part. But when you look at it in the entire mythos of the Mandalorian, it does work because it is part of a larger story. And I think Obi Wan kind of falls into this thing too, especially if we're getting multiple seasons, maybe or even one more. It works, like, now knowing it's going to be part of a larger story or it does have the connections it has, it does, I think, uh, you can kind of start to forgive some of the inconsistencies or the, some of the plot holes because there's a second season that they can go back and address it, potentially. If we get it. If we don't, then, yeah, now you're left kind of just pissed off. I just, I'm always frustrated when Star Wars has to do this constantly, and they were doing that during the sequel trilogy. Yeah. We have to go back, and we have to we have to retcon things. We, we, and, have, to, we have to keep yeah. fixing the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, just, it's just par for the course well, of them, and that's frustrating. And you know what? Because I want to go to the chat, because I want to ask your guys, your overall thoughts on this episode and the series itself. Uh, but I do want to mention, I, O'Shea Jackson Jr., who I think is a very oh, he good did a actor. Fantastic job. He, he was very so good. good. Yeah. He was very good. Actually, I wanted more of him in the mm, show, and I thought yeah. he had some great scenes with Ewan McGregor. Mm-hmm. Man, he's an infinitely better actor than his father, you know? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. easily. Yeah, yeah so yeah, uh, it he's was... An, he's an actor, not a rapper yeah, trying to be an actor. That, that is true. Yeah, he was He was great. And um, I think someone... Uh, the, the, there were some other supporting performers. I forget the, the, the character's name, but who played the, the Imperial officer. Oh, Maya uh, Erskine. I, yeah. I, I liked yeah. her as well. I like, you know, it was too bad she didn't get more to do, but I liked her. But I, I, I hated that cliche sacrifice she oh, did. Oh, no, yeah. I, 100%. I was like, ah, oh, here we go. But All now right. we know where Leia got a belt. 
Oh, right. Yep. She, she got a belt. It's a great belt. <laughs> she did. She did. Well, you got a belt out of it, yeah. kid. So. That you will you're actually now see tomorrow at Disneyland. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You can buy I'm it. I'm going back to California next month, too. I'm going to go look and see if they sell it now, too. Yeah, oh, for, no, they, yeah. They'll sell that and that little droid she had. No, oh, oh, don't definitely. buy that. I'm That's somebody. a Toys R Us right now, I'm sure, yeah. or whatever the st- whatever toy store is out there. Walmart. What about you, Chad? Um, what are your overall thoughts on the show at this point? Um, or just, you know, the, the series is, oh, Palpatine, yeah, Palpatine showed up. He was, yeah, yeah. Papa Palpatine. He was like, Lord Vader. <laughs> you ain't shit. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm shit, I'm shit. Yeah. He doesn't mean, Kobe doesn't mean anything, man. I love Papa Palpatine just coming in there, just needling him. I don't like him. Obi-Wan. I don't know why <laughs> no, he's talking about. No, let's talk about some new shit now. I but, serve uh, only you. <laughs> that is a good move in case that there's not going to be a season two, because it does say, like, why isn't Darth Vader spending the rest of his life hunting him? Now you have, it's not well done again, but now we have a reason why he wouldn't. Yeah. Palpatine's like, because dad said, no, because yeah. Palpatine's like, knock that shit off. We have, we have bigger <laughs> fucking concerns yeah. right now than your yeah. personal vendetta. I like when the Grand Inquisitor, he's like, we should gotta go after the rebels. Damn, yeah. Vader's like, fuck them. I'm going after him. And yeah. Even the Inquisitor's like, oh, here we go. Yeah. So, <laughs> I yeah. like that. Yeah, and it does make the Palpatine scene better as a result of that too, because like now it does kind of like force Vader to kind of like focus back up on the bigger plan. So it again, bad execution, yeah. but it does yeah. end that arc if they need to. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see overall. Um, but yeah, the, let me just continue reading the chat. People are sending they're sending emails right now. Um, I might have access to Corey's email. We'll see. But let me just see what you guys are saying. Uh, Bishop says, mediocre, but that isn't meant to be a hard insult. It entertained enough, but was never going to be more than a basic filler show. Too many limitations. Yes, I did. I yeah. Again, this needed a bigger budget. It definitely needed a bigger budget. It did. Uh, a lot of things with the ships. Like, yeah. it's, it's not it was like rough. Good. Obi-Wan's cave looked super set-like. Too. Yeah, it looked like, a, oh, like yeah. out of the original Star Trek. It looked like it was at Universal <laughs> Studios. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, it looked yeah. like that. It just looked like that. I mean, it looked like yeah. styrofoam. And maybe yeah, that yeah. was like, we did that on purpose to be like an homage. I'm like, eh. Nah. I don't need, need a homage somewhere else. You had 50 bucks in um, minutes to shoot it. Osnick is matinee with hose. It says, fuck that show. Um, uh, Osnick says, but he's the same with Martin. He's the same with Martin. Saying, yeah, yeah, it feels the same way. Uh, Chris, the show DP is the Korean DP who did it last night in Soho, Uncharted, and original Old Boy. Well, oh, he didn't do a good job here, <laughs> in my opinion. In my opinion. Yeah. But it mixed bag, so that's kind of all over the place. Yeah. People say a little rental, but yeah. I won't disagree with anybody who says they don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, I'm, I'm not dying on that hill. Hopefully, the, well, the next show will be Andor. We'll see what that's going to be. And we still got a lot more Star Wars coming, chat, no matter what. But 